Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the bravado. That's right, that's right, we're bad. Uh, uh, uh. The bosses. You're a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. So I have a few faults. Who doesn't? Is that any reason to kill me? And the beverages. I'm a little slow today. I just switched to Sanka, so have a heart. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Stuck in the A's. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, the glorious, the magnificent, the uh, barely touted return of Sean Daly. You know what? Let's put on a show. Are Let's we... put on a show today. Let's yeah. spin some records and give the kids something to dance to. An old-fashioned throwdown. A sausage hang. Yeah, let's hang them out. Mine's hanging out right now. <laughs> it's always hanging out I here. feel like I haven't done a show in like three months. Three I feel weeks? like I don't even know you anymore. Feels like a long time. What was our last show together? Horrible hits in 1981. So I have horrible. No memory of that. <laughs> I know you don't. You were whacked out of your mind on that hey, show. Hey, we should do a, a, a audio commentary on Halloween. And then do no no no. It's like it's like uh, Carpenter hops on the Casio again, <laughs> starts plunking out some like minimalist beats. This segment brought by the American Distilleries. <laughs> <laughs> I was whacked out of my mind. You were. Hey, this week, I'm though, a lot more calm today. This week, this week I got something that's going <laughs> to throw you. It's going to be one of those shows where I get to say nothing. Nothing. Go ahead, say. What do you have to say, huh? What well, do you have to say for yourself? Well, I was going to say what the show is about, but I don't think anybody cares I don't anymore. even know. doesn't even matter. doesn't? Well, no, okay. actually, today's show is awesome. Tell them what it's about. We are going to discover, explore, and mock the actors turned musicians of the 1980s. The great, I told the former fiance about this. She loves it. All the actors who they didn't have enough money and enough fame and enough people wanting to be them, they also wanted to be musicians. Right. And have pop singles and be superstars. Do you think this was the last decade of that real, like, it wasn't that uncommon up until the 80s. I mean, but the 80s seemed to be like they put the final well, 70s, nail on the No, no, no. 70s, we had like David Soul. Soul, yeah. And um, we had Shatner and Nimoy doing a. Uh, Shat. Shat. They, yes. did, they did. It was not uncommon. This is not a new. This is not a distinctively 80s trend. But my point is that the 80s was the last decade of it. That after this, the trend died. Until the, now. Who's doing it now? Uh, every single uh, Disney Channel kid. I don't watch the Disney Channel. I know yeah, you but do. But, but, you but, but, Lulu, no, no, no. But I agree with you. At and... the 80s, there was an explosion of that. Right. Um, and you had, because it was like this decade where, you know, the, that uh, that integrity went out the window. Mm. Yeah, really. Not my integrity, baby. Yeah. But anyway, now, and the same thing's happening now again. And like you could say, 80s was like a, a time of a, a singles market. And here it is too. And uh, you have all these, you know, Disney has all these like Hannah Montana and Hilary Duff and all those. So we're going back again. Was Hilary Duff an actress before she was a singer? Yes. Jonas Brothers? Joe Bros. No, that's the whole thing. It's like nobody just does one thing anymore. They got to do, you know, sing and dance and act and right. write books. Okay, I got you. I'm following now. Okay, so for the ease of uh, covering the decade, we've broken down 
The actors turn musicians into three categories. Three categories. Are you following me? Yes. <laughs> You're looking kind of glazed over. <laughs> I'm sweaty. It's so hot in here. You don't have to take off my shirt, do you? Should we tell people that we spent the afternoon at a Chinese buffet? <laughs> no, I had like eight plates of food. It's really bad when Spears, he's like, hey, maybe you've had enough to eat. <laughs> I was like, oh, shut up. Wonton. <laughs> you had like 16 bowls of wonton soup. You did. I love those little crispy noodles. But tell them, you're okay. going to make it easier for everybody to enjoy this great yeah. show by breaking it down to three separate three categories. categories. First, we're going to cover the really good songs by actors turned musicians. And when we say good, this isn't like Bob Dylan Highway 61 revisited no. good. This is like just better than Tina Yothers. Yeah, exactly. The Tina Yothers, it's like the Manny Moda line. <laughs> it's not, is that the Manny Moda line? I lost it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> category number two, yeah. the really bad songs by the actors turned musicians of the 80s. Yes. Now that is below Tina Yothers. Yeah. And then finally. Have you ever rented that below Tina Yothers? <laughs> not good. Not available on Netflix. <laughs> Final category, the truly bizarre songs of the uh, actors, term musicians of the 80s. And, uh, eh. I see you've put one. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. The, one of these on here, uh, one of these on here, uh, I actually like the, the really weird ones. They're all, they're all bad. They're all weird. And, yeah. But first, the good. <sighs> Let's start with our first one. Cue it up. That's good. Uh, compared to the rest of the stuff, Patrick, I would put that below the Tina Yellers line. Patrick Swayze, may God someday soon rest his soul. Don't say that. I say Swayze's got 10 years left. Yeah, easy. She's like the wind. I say you've got about two years left. <laughs> Swayze feels bad for you, my friend. Yeah. Don't feel bad for him. The tabloids aren't covering me just Swayze yet. Swayze looks at Spears and says, that poor son of a bitch. The, uh, She's like the wind, uh, written for what movie? Uh, Dirty Dancing. No. What? It appears in the movie Dirty Dancing. It was written for the movie Granville, USA, but it was not used in that film. What the hell's Grandview USA? Ah, that's a piece of crap back in 84. But uh, not used. Instead, used in 1987 in the chick flick Dirty Dancing, which I we were supposed seen. to. Yeah, because we were supposed to do an uh, audio commentary for it over Thanksgiving weekend. You, the FF, me, and uh, Vegas girlfriend, but uh, you guys pulled out. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there sooner or later. I'm tough to. You can't pin me down. You should see my schedule. I got. All over the place. Yeah, but I mean, dirty. We're gonna get together on Christmas, the four of us, and just see what happens. Right. You know, we'll start off with some naked twister. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It's just you and I. The girls will be in the kitchen getting to know each other. You know. I don't know. (sighs) Whatever. Swayze sucks. But uh, but Hasselhoff covered the song. Great version. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, I take it back. Swayze's version is perfect. (laughs) And to make things even worse, the Pet Shop Boys even uh, did a mashup oh, of this God. with their uh, song Minimal. God, you know what? Now Hasselhoff looks good. Lots of money. 
I hate the Pet Shop Boys. Don't even start with me on them. Really, like, I'm telling you, Patrick Swayze is Otis Redding compared to the Pet Shop Boys. They bring nothing to the table. There's nothing enjoyable about them. It's you, like having your gums scraped. You know my problem with this, and I'll say this during the article. Come on, bring it on! No, I'm going to say it Come right on, now. Come on, bitch! Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> anyway, enough about Swayze. What's the next song on the list? I love this song. Have it on my iPod. Little Eddie Murphy and Rick James. And I think doesn't Eddie Murphy in the video, isn't he like wearing a sweater or something like that? One of those Cosby sweaters? A Cosby sweater. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. I love this. This is a great song. Admit it. Now, this uh, is good. I do like this song. Sadly, though, VH1 had it as number seven on their 50 most awesomely bad songs ever. See, awesomely bad songs. Like, awesomely. Stuff we really, really like. Eddie yeah, Murphy. It's an epic failure. Eddie Murphy, awesomely bad. Pet Shop Boys, bad, bad. No, let the Pet Shop Boys go. The um, Eddie Murphy also had two other songs we could have picked for this list. Put Your Mouth on Me from 1989. Jeez. Mm, wasn't there, like, Boogie in Your Butt? Wasn't Booking that? Your Butt was on his comedy album, and then he had uh, What's Up With You with Michael Jackson. What's up? What's up? What's up with you? I don't remember. It that. was good. That was a good one, too. Move along. Next on the list. Bruce Willis. Good. Now, let me ask you a question. Bruce Willis, Respect Yourself. Oh, is it The Return of Bruno? Yeah. I do believe that was the name of the album. My friend Sandy had this album. Um, if you were in a bar and you had had about 12 Paps Blue Ribbons and this song came on the radio... You'd sing along. Would you sing along? Yeah. Respect yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, all right? Yeah, respect yourself. <laughs> egg for young. <laughs> yeah, the job you did on that egg for young today. It's the I'm not even sure there was egg for young underneath that gravy. gravy. Just gra- I think you just had the plate of gravy. <laughs> I was assured there was no meat in the gravy. You know, I mean, you're, you're, you're happily in love with the Vegas girlfriend. You're doing great these days. But I, I noticed that your eating habits are slipping. Are you starting to come back to normal again? It's been a stressful week, and if, <laughs> gravy is my comfort food. <laughs> you didn't have that much meat today. No, like I was eating bites. pork like and they were yeah. running out of pigs. Yeah, but you, yeah, with the gravy, I couldn't I help catch, it. That's gonna catch so, up to you. So salty. <laughs> uh, so you would sing "Respect Yourself." Yeah. I, I myself would not. I, I have a hard time with this one. Eh, I'd still. hold your hair, though, when you were vomiting Thanks. after singing this. I appreciate that. Uh. Next on the list. When 
I come back in my next life, I want to be named Frisco Jones. Because <laughs> Jack Wagner has by far the coolest moniker ever when he appeared on General Hospital. And I like this song. It's, it's, it's kind of unmasculine, as I would say. <laughs> I like this song, too. God. When I come back, you wanna be a, you uh, I want to come you, back as Jack Wagner's lover. Who was that? Do you remember? Lola. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch GH. Maybe that, was, that gave me away calling it GH. I was actually a <laughs> yeah. Y&R. I like Cricket, Laura Lee Bell. Anybody? Young and the Restless? There are some people out there. Yeah, put them up. No. No, but yeah, this is a good one. Because you're all I need. It was a top 40 hit. Reached number two on the pop charts. Number one on the adult contemporary chart in early 1985. Good year, 1985. How old were you, Sean? I was 15 years old. <sighs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what happened earlier. You kind of gazed off into the distance wistfully. 1985 didn't start off good for me. I, I went to a really bad New Year's Eve party that night. In 85? Yeah, we're in 84. Turns Because 85 was the year I graduated high you school. You were 18. We'll be honest. No, you no. I was, I was 17, probably. And uh, well, How's that work? You and I are like three or four years apart. I don't know. Revisionist history. No, I, I was 17 when I graduated. So uh, I remember going to this um, party at, uh, God, what was her? She was a swimmer. So she was like, you know, six foot two, had like the arm, you know. She? It was a girl's party. Six two? Yeah, she was big. And she had like a wingspan, like a, a 747. Swimmer? Who is she, the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> she, has, she had a wingspan, like a 747. Wow. Which, I mean, she, she could like literally pick me up and like wrap Welcome her big. Welcome to my party. <laughs> she was cute. I liked her. I asked her to prom months yeah, later. She sounds and she said, adorable no. and so weird. Six two. I got to tell you, it's a tightly held secret, but the smell of chlorine is like Spanish fly to me. Yeah. I love it. Ask Vegas girlfriend about the, the effect of chlorine on me. <laughs> She'll tell you. She'll vouch uh, for me. Go on with your New Year's Eve party. No, so uh, it it, uh, it went on. I ended up hooking up with the the six foot two swimmer. No, no you didn't. I didn't hook up. Oh, you know, come I just, on. We made out, and I th- I think we we got into her parents' hot tub. Would she cradle you in her arms? Probably. That it's okay, it. little Spearsy. Pretty sure she was a chick. <laughs> but uh, no, so we, we 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 got together that night. So I was know. all I need playing as you guys splashed around? No, there's no there's no connection. Pool. It's just that's just my thing. Eighty five, eighty five. It sounds like a good party if you if it you was. made out with her. Yeah, I got six to, foot two swimmer. Good lord, that's I got, bigger than Mark Spitz. That's <laughs> yeah, not bad. They're <sighs> making big countryside high. Next on the list. She's still in love, and no one could take her love away. I wanna be loved. There's nothing better. I like Gregory Hines, and this is a duet with Luther Vandross called uh, There's Nothing Better Than Love. I bet no one out there remembers this song. You know what? I, I did not remember this song, and but you sent me the link for the video. And when I watched it, my first impression was that Gregory Hines is the coolest guy in the world. He is. History of the World Part 1, White Knights. Um, what's Running that? Scared. Running Scared. Yeah, you know. And he's got a great voice, just, you know, a great dancer. But as this song starts, and it's a love song, and I'm watching this video, Luther Vandross sings first. And they're kind of just sitting there looking at each other. And Luther starts singing to Gregory Hines. And I'm starting to get a little uncomfortable watching this video, you know? 
And then as Luther's singing, Gregory Hines, although he's the coolest guy in the world, starts like kind of staring at Luther as if he wants to like crawl into his mouth. It's not really, it's really weird. You want to file a report, amigo? Eh? <laughs> I know you, don't, you didn't sense that at all. Nah. You know what I sense? Oh, it's... come on. If I start you, you didn't think it was a little weird that one man was singing to the other? No, it's very weird. So what happens? Wait, I didn't explain it right. Well, at the beginning of the video, they're signing autographs for all these women. But and they gaze at each other across the room like, oh, they can't handle all these babes. Maybe there was like a, a subtext that, you know, they were trying to know. put across. Gregory Hines can act the shit out of anybody. But Luther Vandross comes across so stiff in that video, which is like it's ten minutes long and three minutes of it is singing. It's just it's just an excuse to And to gazing. Them, yeah, and gazing. It, it's uncomfortable. They really enjoyed each other's company. They did. You ready for the next song on the list? Yeah, oh, I see, yes. This okay. is your favorite. Mmm, cue it up. Save me, darling. I am down, but I am far from over. Give me something. I need it all, cause I am running over. Save me, darling. I am down, but I am far from over. Frank Stallone. You know what? I like Frank Stallone. I love this song. I root for Frank Stallone in life. <laughs> I saw him the other day on a reality show that I Bet You show. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. The two guys. Ba- and it's still- Frank Stallone was on there, and he was a good sport about being Frank Stallone. Yeah. Now, some people would argue, is he more of a musician than he is an actor? I would argue if he's either. But the whole point being, this is a great song, I think, from a movie that I cannot turn off anytime it comes on. 1983, uh, Staying Alive. Uh, 1983 Staying Alive uses more sweat than Spartacus. Everyone's constantly sweating in that. Sweating than I am right now, yeah. actually, which is hard to beat. Yeah, I, I like that one. And the, that bad, like, Sylvester Stallone cameo. Yeah, when they're walking like, down the street. He thinks he's Hitchcock showing up in all his movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, St- Stallone, I think, plays a role in the movie. I think he plays the band. He's, he's in the band with the chick that, uh, that, um, John Travolta is boning. <laughs> and he shows up. He like drops her off one night at the dance studio, and Travolta gets all kind of you know, uppity about it and stuff like that. Stallone does. Frank Stallone. Yeah, Stallone is the guy, you know, and, and it makes Tra- uh, Travolta all... Uh, yeah, I like Frank jealous. Stallone. You know, he's got that frying pan face. Yeah. Like he's a Lunitudes character that got popped in the face with a frying pan. Yeah. I root for him. That's a good song, too. I like it. So we, are you ready to dub that the best of all the uh, actor-turned-musician songs? That's the last one. Eddie Murphy, party all the time. We respectfully disagree, but... I'll tell you what, there's a song coming up that I really, really like. You just have to wait for it, my friend. Ah, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for Reader Mailbag. Hey, I'm going to start this segment a little early in the show this week because uh, we got a good email and because Sean Daly needs to cool off. Uh, yes, <laughs> our, uh, we have one letter this week. We're a little short on letters, people. Start sending us some stuff. Stories. Embarrassing stories. Embarrassing stories with gratuitous nudity. Yeah. And somehow put me back in there, too, like I'm Forrest Gump. <laughs> and then Sean Daly showed up and saved everyone on the Titanic. All right, here we go. Our first and only letter this week is from Jeremy Fields from the great city of Indianapolis, Indiana. Are you ready, Stephen Q. Fire Spears? Away, Mr. Daly. Hey, guys. I just wanted to let you know how great your podcast is. I recently got an iPod from my wife and then shortly after discovered podcasts. 
Luckily, I stumbled on Stuck in the 80s, and I don't think my headphones have been off for more than a few hours at a time. I'm sure his wife loves that. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that gift is working out just Welcome great. Welcome to the group of recently singled <laughs> Stuck in the 80s fans. <clears throat> we continue. One of my own 80s moments was when I was around 9 or 10 years old and was bribed by my mom and her friend to... <laughs> Hold on, getting, hold on. Damn, I'm getting the giggles. One of my own 80s moments was when I was around 9 or 10 years old and was bribed by my mom and her friend to enter into a Michael Jackson contest, contest at our Parks Band Shelter. With the thought of three G.I. Joes soon coming my way, I hopped on stage with a batting glove on for appearances. I belted out Billie Jean while not moving an inch. I was petrified. Once the contest was over and the votes were tallied, I finished finished sixth out of only six contestants and won a pack of Michael Jackson Puffy stickers. Well, at least I got my G.I. Joes. And now with you guys, I will stay forever stuck in the 80s. Jeremy Fields, Indianapolis, Indiana. Puffy stickers. Puffy stickers. (laughs) I love that. As always, send your emails to stuckinthe80s at tempe.com. Puffy stickers not required. If you're not ready to give up on mullets in Madonna, log on to Stuck in the 80s, just one of the many blogs you'll find at TampaBay.com, the website of the St. Petersburg Times. Relive the music, movies, and culture of the greatest decade ever, only at TampaBay.com. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. Hey, it's this segment where I play a piece of a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it, guess what? We actually have real prizes. You hid the munchos from me. Is that what it is? Vegas girlfriend did sign some munchos when she was here for last week's show. Yeah, I, I, that's bogus. What's she signing crap for? She's done more shows than you lately. <laughs> oh, wow. <gasps> Writing's on the wall, people. Yeah. But, Enjoy uh, me while you can. We have four new t-shirts to give away from founditemclothing.com, our old friends. I did not know about this. And uh, they have four new t-shirts to send. One of them is from Revenge of the Nerds. One is from the movie Rad, and I can't remember the other two off the top of my head. But Gleaming the Cube? I wish. I love Gleaming the Cube. Christian Slater. Miami Spice? No. But we have four shirts, and uh, this week's one of this week's winners will, will earn a shirt. Anyway, here was last week's mystery movie moment. And you? What do you dream about? Yes, indeed. Purple Rain. The great Purple Rain. Uh, a few people got this right, including Laura C. And someone known only as the Prince Freak, who says, This line is from Purple Rain. Apollonia says it to Prince a few times before Prince manipulates her into showing off those Tigo Biddies. <laughs> Does that say Tigo Biddies? Tigo Biddies. Tigo Biddies. They're delicious with milk. <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast is quite entertaining, by the way. Signed, The Prince Freak. All right. We got some props from Prince Freak. Okay. Pay attention. If you want that t-shirt from founditemclothing.com, name this mystery movie moment. We're from Noise Busters. Do you know where the Menudo concert is? Sean? I have no idea. <laughs> The Tigo Biddies is throwing it off. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. If you know it, email us at stuckinnews.tempe.com. And tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, the mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. Hey, signature event here at Stuck in the 80s. Uh, Time to name a snippet of the song from the 80s. And if you get this week's contest right, again, one of those founditemclothing.com t-shirts is yours. 
pay attention. Here was last week's clip. Ah, yes. Opportunities. Let's make lots of money by the pet shop. Boys. Man, this show's going to hell. You and the pet shop, boys. Is this oh. a Vegas girlfriend thing? It is. Jesus, you know, what's it like wearing panties now? <laughs> But she was Good Lord. She has a she has a collection, a DVD collection of all the um, Pet Shop Boy videos. Called, I think it's called Pop Art. And we put that in on. Uh, yeah, she was here for six days. <laughs> you put that in how many times? Over six days, quite a number <laughs> of times. But uh, we put it in, and uh, I tell you, I cannot get the songs out of my head. There's something about Pet Shop Boys. They get <laughs> they get stuck in there. Uh, like wedged I in am like, going to drag you into the woods and kick the living shit out of you just to get you back. You know what? The gravy was a good start, my friend. I want my spears back. I want my spears back. I know. You're gay. Pet shop, boys. Good uh, lord. Some of the people who got it right. Some of the people who worship. Oh, here's a surprise. Kevy Metal got the he pet shop, He loves the pet shop, boys. So I does Derek does. Lane Waters. So does A-Rod. And so does Tim in Rock Island, Illinois. Do they get t-shirts? No, they get... Uh, Munchos. Sign by the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> Some of the Pet Shop Boys' number one fan. God, they got a lot more hits than you remember. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They had like what? That Dusty Springfield thing. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Trust me, they're good. They do a Look great cover you. of Willie Nelson's uh, Always on My Mind. I'm going to stab you with a fork. <laughs> Pay attention. Here's this week's Name That 80s Tune Mystery. <laughs> Okay, they're smart, Alec. What the hell? What is it? Pet Shop Boys? No. Come on. Um, Eurasia? <laughs> Brodsky Beat? You're just throwing out Euro Trash names now. <laughs> I so, do not know who that is. If you know it, email us at stuckinies.tempe.com. Cross your fingers. Found out of them clothing.com. Might be ready to call you a wiener. Hey, gang. It's uh, Doug Arthur from Albany, New York. Just calling in to say happy holidays. Uh, I'm on the long drive from Binghamton to Albany right now, and uh, Sean probably uh, understands this from from his Syracuse days. But to pass the time, I'm listening to podcasts on my phone, and it is awesome. So keep up the good work, and uh, hopefully we'll finally get that Devo podcast in 2009. All right. And uh, on that note, I'll just say I'm stuck in the 80s. The great Doug Arthur. Yes, I have traversed that path many a times. To see, was it Diffenbaugh or Sherman? All of them. All my ladies. Very nice. Hey, remember, just go to the blog at blogs.tempa.com slash 80s, and the toll-free number is there. Call us and leave a fan greeting. We don't get fan greetings anymore. We don't get reader mail. Yeah, what's up? Did we spike? Is it all downhill now? It is. We peaked. More so than they know. Are you ready to continue with the bad songs from the 80s? Yes. Here we go. You got no place to go. Ain't that a shame? You say you've been kicked around. Well, I feel just the same. You got no place to go. 
You got no place to go You got no place to go So why don't you stay If I'm not incorrect, I think that's Michael J. Fox? You know, it's Michael J. Fox from the movie... In the Light of Day. Light of Day with uh, the great Joan Jett. What was, it, what was his character's name? Do you remember? Um, Joey Raznick. <laughs> Do you like dogs? <laughs> uh, uh, that's not this. a bad movie, if I recall. Oh, I don't remember a, that no, song in it. No. Here's the thing about that. It sounds like Michael J. Fox as Alex P. Keaton. It sounds like his voice is kind of breaking when he gets flustered from family ties. Yeah. Mallory. You know, doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. It sounds like Alex, Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, this is uh this I don't think this is in the movie, but it's on the soundtrack for Light of Day, 1987, with uh Fox and Joan Jett playing brother sisters in a band called The Bar Busters. <laughs> the Bar Busters. What a great name. That's not bad. From from your old town, Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like my... Cleveland. I was just in Cleveland. I know you were. You know what? I'm good with Michael J. Fox. You are? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's still squarely in the bad category. Not as bad as this next one does. That is Kim Fields, Tootie from Facts of Life. You know what? If I'm Deb Gibson, I sue the living crap out of Fields. It does sound like out it. Out of Tootie and her, her gigantic breasts. You know, the time we were here when uh, Debbie Gibson was here giving me that really great Deb hug. Gibson. Or Gibson, as you call her. Gibson. The time, you know, she was making out with me in front Damn of you. Damn it, I knew you were going to bring that up. It pisses me off still. You know what? When I, you type in Sean Daly on, on Google, and then you hit images, it, the first picture that comes up is is me, you, and Gibson. And you're like, oh, she's loving you. And I'm all stiff and rigid like the third wheel. God damn. Sad. She recorded this back in, I think it was 1984. It was released as a single. It's called He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not. And it kind of was playing off her whole tootie persona. But uh, as you'll find out later in the show, she's not the only Facts of Life girl to record a song in the 80s. And that's the one I like. Mm. But you'll have to wait for that. Crunchy. Anyway, she's still singing, actually. I think she is now performing under the stage name Blondie Locks. And uh, she, in 2006, released a CD called Smooth is Spoken Here. She's pretty, though. She's very pretty. Very pretty. Very talented. Next on the bad list. Tina Yothers, Baby, I'm Back in Love Again. If I'm Madonna. I sue the crap out of Yothers for everything she's worth. Take the Yothers mansion. Uh, Tina Yothers gets ripped on a lot, but this is this stinks. Uh, what what is it with the the cast of of Family Ties too? Yothers, Michael J. Fox, Justine Bateman. Uh, she you, did a song. She did. Yeah. She was in Satisfaction. Remember uh, with, with the, the, great the famous um, Meredith Baxter Bernie uh, sex tape. Was there? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's just wrong. <laughs> no, there wasn't. God. It's like, I was getting kind of... <laughs> that would have been, been your activity for the night. Yeah. I need Searching for there. hours. Yeah. I knew it must, must be on must here. Must be somewhere. Bernie plus porno. <laughs> Gallery. 
Ready for another one? Sure. Here we go. Alyssa Milano, Look in My Heart. Okay, that's a terrible song, but uh, I'm good with Alyssa Milano, too, because she's an amazing actress <laughs> in such feature films as Embrace of the Vampire and Poison Ivy, Ivy 2. Colin Lily. Colin Lily. <laughs> Lily, Lily, Lily. <laughs> uh, you love Alyssa Milano. <sighs> I'd love to date her. She's the this same age me- as the Vegas Girlfriend. So is Tina Yothers. They're both 35. It's weird. Yeah, the fact that Yothers is 35. She discovered the fountain of youth. I guess. Um, Alyssa Milano, this uh, song and video for YouTube, it reminds me of Robin Sparkles from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, so it's Sandcastles in the Sand. You know, uh, Alyssa's still on TV. She has a recurring role on My Name is Earl. Uh, she's, she's a fabulous, fabulous um, actress. I didn't watch her in the Charm series, did you? No. No. Are you ready for the downright weird? <laughs> I am. Okay, guys. We saved what we deem to be the weirdest songs to last. And I'm, uh, I'm sorry to have to end the podcast with these. It's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth for a week or One two weeks. One of them's weeks. not so weird. One of them's not weird. We'll let you guess which one. It's not this one. Philip Michael Thomas, just the way I planned it. If I'm Grandmaster Flash, suing the crap out of tubs. <laughs> For what? For stealing my, the message, baby. Just the way I planned it. I got to say that I was watching this video, too, on YouTube, and I was laughing so hard I was almost crying. The beginning of this video, you you see him doing the robot, but like a serious robot, like he's really like... Ugh. Really like trying to snap off those moves and stuff like that. And then, like, bad digital effects give him a third eye. And Phil Michael Thomas has nice. the all And then he just busts into this dud. It's really awful. Does it, is it downright weird or is it awful? The third eye makes it downright <laughs> weird. weird. Okay, on with the next one. Lisa Welchel with Good Girl. Blair from Facts of Life. Yes. Um, Are you going to make an argument that you actually like this song? Yes. I took notes on this song, and my notes say, cold scolding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. I like this. It's got this weird, like, Salem witch trial, puritanical lashing out. Weird. (laughs) Random. Have you given up on me? What are you Random. doing in there? What? 
playing a video game. 1984, uh, Welter released a Christian pop album called All Because of You, and I believe this song was on it. Cold and scolding, puritanical, Salem witch trial. I swear to God, I didn't even see your notes before I wrote that. Who would you God, rather? Great music. Who credit. would you rather? Lisa <gasps> Welchel or Kim Fields? Or who's the um, who was the the lesbian girl on Facts of Life? Uh, the one who played Joe. Joe. Well, Nancy you know which McKeon. one I'm. Gonna, yeah, you know which one I'm. You know I'm gonna take Nancy McKeon. Yeah, because you like um, yeah lesbians. Pretty women much. who have no chance of liking you back. Yeah, it's most women. Um, I always liked Blair. Uh, she was the prettiest. Mm. And I like when they're kind of, you know, even though I like when it tastes like whiskey and smoke, on the other end of the spectrum, I kind of like the snotty, you know, stuck-up ones. Do you know? You're really growing. <laughs> I don't think you've ever admitted this. I do. Nah, you Why? Why? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea. I, but I liked Blair, all right? I didn't like Joe. Tootie I liked in the, Natalie. Late, in the later seasons. Natalie. Natalie. Natalie had a really nice personality. <laughs> uh, She's my friend. My friend Natalie. How about Mrs. Garrett? No. Would you, you wouldn't do Garrett, would no, you? No. That's just wrong. But really, you'd pick Joe. I think Adam Actually. Sandler sleeps with Mrs. Garrett in his... In, uh, <laughs> that movie he did where he's the Israeli spy. There's a Zohan? Scene. Yeah, Zohan. I think he sleeps with Mrs. Garrett. I'm pretty sure. I remember right reading that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to stick with Joe. Nancy McKeon. God, just... I'd like to ask our listeners. Who would they rather? And, and I'm going to stretch a little bit and say... You know, and say, you know what? Um, George Clooney was on Facts of Life. He was. He was like a repairman, right? Or handyman? Yeah. yeah. Although it would be fun if our female listeners also picked uh, Liesl Welchel. Or uh, someone will probably pick Nancy McKeon. Yeah, probably. Probably. Now, I know there's a lot of other actors turned uh, musicians of the 80s, and uh, some of them we could not find their work. Some of them include Chevy Chase recorded something in 1980. I couldn't find it. Uh, Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, from The Slugger's Wife. It's one of the great 80s movies ever. She had Oh, a- Jimmy, don't you want to do it? <laughs> yeah, baby, we could make it right. Couldn't find it. Uh. Eh. <laughs> John Schneider, it's now or never from Dukes of Hazard. Uh, we already I, covered Don Johnson. Yeah, we did Don Johnson in a previous episode. So don't write us letters about that. Don't yank our chains. Uh, Alan Thick had a song from an album I believe called Thick of the Night. No, like his show, Thick of the Night. I think I don't know. Thick I, of the Night was his talk. Show. I know, but I think he had an album called Thick of the Night too. But uh, <laughs> but we saved the most unlikely. Strangest and frankly downright bizarre That's song disturbing. for last. It's disturbing. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Crispin Glover with Clowny Clown Clown. I was walking on the ground, I didn't make a sound, then I turned around and I saw a clown. Had a frown, stood on a mound, started barking like a hound. I found he showed me something that was brown so we became great friends and late in life he got sick I was really embarrassed to watch this video at work and have co-workers kind of hovering behind me like what are you doing I would have been more comfortable watching a porn the Meredith Baxter Bernie porn on my computer than clowny clown clown 
It really is disturbing. Yeah, this is, nobody feels good about this effort. No, and then the masks. I don't like people in animal masks. Yeah, it's a disturbing video. It's on YouTube. It's easy to find. It's that not... whole movement. The what are they called? The the uh, fluffies, fluffies. People who, the people who like to have sex with animal mascot. furries, furries, furries. That the, that freaks me out. I don't like any sort of like. Uh, yeah, the I don't like animals acting like people. <laughs> This is just a litany of my, my things that bother me. And I don't like people in animal masks. I don't blame you. Or people with, like, pantyhose over their head. That thing freaks me out, too. Yeah. But that's a different show. <laughs> it's a whole different show. <laughs> but Sex this news. has a lot of people in uh, porcine uh, masks. Glover, uh, I don't know why there are people in pig masks, because it's about clowns, but you're going to get a lot of that. Yeah, there's, I don't know what this song is about. I don't want to know. If you pulled on a pig mask right now, <laughs> I, I probably couldn't finish the show. Don't you wish you had one? Yeah. <laughs> and so do about 100,000 listeners. <laughs> the uh, Glover is probably best known, obviously, as George McFly in Back to the Future or Lane in River's Edge. Or uh, he was in, uh, didn't he play The Undertaker in What's Eating Gilbert Grape? And he was in the uh, he was Charlie's a, he Angels was in movies. David Lynch's Wild at Heart, and he had cockroaches in his underpants. That's right. Have you seen that one? Uh, I don't like David Lynch. And I know there's people going, oh, I can't believe Spirits doesn't like David Lynch. Nah, I just, I want to. I want to be that what cool. Did you, you and I it, were cuts, at, it cuts into my uh, time watching the Pet Shop Boys DVD. Oh, Lord. What did you compare? We were at the grocery store the other day. Did you compare it to a David Lynch movie? Yeah. yeah. Or the Terry Gilliam movie. The Terry Gilliam movie. We were it was at the Pub- funniest thing you've ever said. I know. We were at Publix over here. And um, for some reason, the Publix in downtown St. Petersburg sometimes is, is a collection of uh, misfits. And Social misfits. The island of misfit toys. I mean, if, if somebody came up to me and said, I would like to eat your cheese, I would just, it, would, it wouldn't have even... <laughs> Struck me pig as mask. odd in a pig mask, but uh, Chris McGlover put this song out in 1989. He's not only an actor; he also does painting. He also makes films. Um, obviously, best known, obviously, also with that really bizarre appearance he made on David Letterman. Where he, one yeah, time. he he, uh, he almost kicked Letterman in the face. Yeah, and Letterman went right to commercial. Yeah, that was it. And they came back, and he was gone. But uh, clowny clown clown, you take the prize this week. I just feel dirty after that hearing that. I song. know. Hey, you ready to wrap it up? I am ready for a nice big bowl of Tigo Bitties. You betcha. Hey, you want a, some nice music? Some clowny clown clown? Let's yeah, let's mm. do some clowny clown clown. Very tasty. Here, I'm going to pull on my pantyhose mask. <laughs> so <laughs> constricting. <laughs> oh, and, man. Uh, let's just close this one up. Goodbye. Until next time, we remain here homelessly stuck in the clowny. 80s. Clowny clown clown. <laughs> I hate you, clown. Duck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. It's already 5.15, right? I know. Come on. I know. Where, where do you have to go? Home and pound your <laughs> nut. <laughs> There we go. Ready? All right. I don't have it. I'm telling you, I do not have it. Go ahead. Just go with that ape craziness you had a few weeks ago. Ready? Uh, Yeah.